welcome to the Cheer Up Podcast. We are so excited this episode because we are going to talk about book four of the Redemption of Green Pine series, which is all a part of our summer reading series episodes. So anyway, I'm Kara Hunt, the host of Cheer Up Podcast, and with me is speaker and author, Sherry Swalwa. Are you excited this morning, Sherry? I am. It is such a beautiful day out, and I am with a friend who I just absolutely adore. I've got my coffee with me, and what could be better? We're talking about books yet again. Love to talk yet about Yet again, books. right? <laughs> yep. And for though, and um, again, this is like the um, we'll be talking about book four in the Redemption of Green Pine series, which is a series written by our own Sherry Swalwell. And for those who have missed the first couple of uh, podcasts regarding this, it's all under, you know, the past three uh, episodes have been all about a summer reading series. We're going to talk about it for the month of July, and then in August, I'll talk about some of my favorite books um, that are out there, Christian fiction books in, um, that are out there, and um, just how they have ministered to me over the years, and why I like them, why I love them, um, and, and everything. So we're calling it the Summer Reading Series because it's just some of the books that we love, and summer is a great time to pick up a great book that you've been meaning to read or that you've been wanting to read for a very long time. And there's nothing like reading outdoors in the sun with a glass of iced tea or cold lemonade or just ice water. And or early in the morning with Sherry's favorite, a hot cup of coffee, <laughs> or my favorite, <laughs> a hot cup of herbal flavored herbal tea. So um, the great thing is that books go along with all of it, all of it even if you just want a glass of milk and some cookies, which is actually sounding really good right now. But even if <laughs> you know, <laughs> it goes along with all of that. And uh, Sherry and I are both avid readers. We love to read all the time. But in the summer, it's just sometimes just so nice to get out there in nature just relax under the sunshine, open up a book, and just kind of delve into the world of, you know, some of your favorite characters. And by nature, I, I'm just talking like some of the things that we do in the summer, like going to the beach, the park, sitting outdoors, and things like that. I'm not talking about like reading while you're on a hike, you know, right, or right. anything. <laughs> so please don't do that. But here's the awesome thing about that. Audiobooks. Yeah. Audiobooks. You can listen to them while you're on a hike. So if you really have a really good book and you're like, I really want to know how this lines up, but I really want to finish my hike, then there are a lot of books that are available on audiobooks as well, and you can just listen to them. But no, please don't read and hike. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I, I don't think that would be a good combination. But today, well, in the previous uh, weeks we have covered book one, which was Adventures Invitation. Book two, Journey Back Home. Book three, Trail to Forgiveness. And today we're going to talk about Road to Freedom. And again, all three of the books that we have talked about previously in our summer series um, are available on Amazon. Just um, put in the author, Sherry Swalwell. Last name is S W A 
L W E L L, and all of her books, fiction and nonfiction books, will come up. And even the one we're talking about today will be their Road to Freedom, even though it is on pre-order now because it will be newly released this fall. So it is an upcoming release. But you can go ahead and pre-order. So tell us a little bit about Road to Freedom, Sherry. Before I jump into Road to Freedom, I think I should probably mention that um, I write women's fiction. Uh, yeah, women's fiction. So um, it, it's not like historical fiction. I mean, there's so many different genres out there. So it's contemporary Christian, but it's women's fiction. And that basically just says that it deals with like harder topics versus um, more lighthearted. So there are lighthearted moments in the book but they deal with real-life topics, real-life people, um, all in a fiction setting. So, again, friends and family, my characters, my, my fiction friends are all fiction. They're all made up in my head, um, but they are. It, it's under the genre of women's fiction. So, because um, some people don't necessarily like women's fiction. Some people love it. I happen to love it. I think that I love to read about things that um, could happen, like things that do happen, and just a biblical, fictional approach to how to get through it. Um, sometimes I think that a good cry is really cathartic. Other times I think that um, you just need to laugh. And these books will give you both. They'll let you cry. They'll let you laugh. And then hopefully when you turn the last page, you'll still be thinking. So book four introduces more. So last week I was telling you how you were introduced to this, four, this set of four friends. Um, they were seniors in high school in book two, Addie, Wynn, Zane, and Owen. Addie, Owen, and Zane go to Pastor Jace's church. Wynn, she goes to a different church across town, and she just, came, she just was coming with them to their youth group. Well, once they graduated high school, they needed a job, and they went to a community college for two years before they transferred up to um, a Christian college about an hour or so away, and Holly decided to um, hire all four of them to work on her crew. She's a party planner and um, an event planner. Her event company is called Come to the Table. And so she needed servers over the weekend. She needed, you know, hostesses, people that would set up, clean up, all those fun things. And so she hired these four, um, this group of four. She had been meeting with Addie and Wynn on a weekly or biweekly basis in book two and just kind of getting to know them. That's how she met Jace was she was a volunteer in his youth group. And so she connected really well with the girl. And so she just kept up that relationship. Well, then when they needed a job, she gave all four of them a job. So they worked for her in book two and they also worked for her in book three. Well, come book four, we find out, or I should say in book two and three, we see that Wynn has a secret. Wynn is really secretive. Wynn is completely against marriage, completely against dating. Nobody knows why. Like, her friends respect her for it. They gently tease her a little bit about it, but nothing mean-hearted. But nobody really knows why. Nobody knows why she doesn't want to get married. Nobody knows why she doesn't want to have a boyfriend. Nobody knows anything about her, really, except that. Um, she wants to own her own daycare when she grows up. Like, that's her plan. So she's enrolled in business classes along with Zane. Zane doesn't want to be a daycare person, but he wants to go into the business field with his dad. And so he's in business classes, wins in business classes, and they spend a lot of time together. Well, book four really unpacks Wynn's life. 
the reader finds out in the first couple of chapters exactly what the secret is that she's hiding and why she is the way that she is. And the book itself, though, is basically showing how to find your identity in Christ, how to to grow in Christ, and how to become... So, like, after you've accepted Jesus into your heart, you're saved, and you're going to heaven. That's your get-out-of-hell-free card, basically. But there's so much more to the Christian life than that. And that's kind of what this book is about. It's about learning how to to become God's child, learning to believe the promises that God speaks over us, learning to believe what it means really to have an identity in Christ, to be his child, whether you're a son or a daughter. And so the verse that goes with it is John eight thirty two. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Because only once we learn the truth, only once we've uncovered the lies that we're told about ourselves, I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. I'm unworthy. I'm an oops baby. I, um, I shouldn't have been born. I fail at everything. I'm such a loser. Those are all lies that the enemy tries to plant in us to keep us from fulfilling our destiny, the purpose and the plans that God has for us in our lives. Once we uncover those roots, we have to replace them with God's truth because otherwise they'll just come back harder and deeper and worse. But when we uncover and get rid of the lies that we've believed and then replace them with God's truth, I am his child, I am accepted, I am loved, I am part of the royal priesthood, I am free, I am um, a treasure. God has um, imprinted my my name in the palm of his hand. He's known me since before I was born. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. These are just some of the many, many promises that God speaks over our lives in the Bible. And that's what book four is all about. It's about Holly coming alongside Wynn. Her mom, Holly's mom, Susan, came alongside Holly when she was in book one and before and taught Holly how her identity was firmly attached in Christ. And Holly now is taking that lesson and speaking it into the life of Wynn. And Wynn changes. Like, Wynn goes from being a scared, unlovable, um, quiet, non-confrontational, feeling unworthy to be loved person, young adult, and she blossoms, she grows, she develops. And it's just really neat to see that developing through her. And then book five and book six, well, book five really takes Wynn's growth and she then blesses her sister, Ariana, and blesses other people in in the community with the truth that God has imprinted in her life and she pays it forward that way. So book four is really about the four of them, Addie, Wynn, Zane, and Owen, um, with Holly mixed in there very much because Holly's a part of of wins healing and then book five takes it one step further and it's wins journey of helping her sister to realize her real worth and it comes back to some of the people in book three matthew and nathan who were part of the um, youth group as well and they get redeemed in book four and book five 
So it's just really, really neat to see how, like I said, um, the book is re- or the series is really about the whole community. Um, you'll see lots of Jace, you'll see lots of Holly, you'll see lots of um, the main characters, but these other characters, these other friends, um, come forward and you get to see the depth of them and a the depth in them. And the part that's so neat for me about it is that it was God that that came up with all of these different books, these side stories that he wanted people to see the redemption theme in different ways, in different areas. So book five is mainly about um, Ariana and Matthew and Nathaniel and some about Wynn and uh, Wynn and Ariana's brother, Randy. Um, It's all about their redemption journey. But then book six, book six is full circle and book six. So book five is called that path of grace and book six is um, full circle. It is, it is basically the entire community coming together and seeing different ways that God answers prayers for them, different ways that God works good out of the situations that they were in and how it goes back to Romans eight twenty eight that um, God works good for those who are, love him and are called according to his purpose. And I'm really excited. I have both of the, well, I'm actually currently writing book five right now. And book six, I have it completely outlined and ready to go. And the neat thing about the way that I write is I have the outline and then God just takes it the way that he wants it. And the book ends up being his book. And I truly am just his secretary writing down what he wants me to say. And it's far better than anything that I could have come up with in my own head. So I'm just super, super excited. I'm thankful to Kara to let me share with all of you the, um, the journey that I've been on writing the redemption of Green Pines, um, getting to share these books with you. I hope that you're as excited about them as I am. Um, Road to Freedom is published October 5th, but you can pre-order it now if you want. And then um, book five and book six should be out um, next spring for book. So 2022 will be book five, Path of Grace, and next fall, 2022, will be book six. Um, and it's, I think it's called Redemption Full Circle. I don't have that title completely down, but, but be watching and you will see, um, you'll see it on pre-order. But um, I'm so excited and um, I'm just so grateful to have gotten a chance to share all of my imaginary friends with all of my real friends. And it's because it, you're going to fall in love with her imaginary friends. <laughs> her <laughs> fictional characters, especially when you start at book one. And by the time you get to book four, you've already fallen in love with the characters. And like with any book, you're going to have your favorites and, you know, the ones that you really, really are pushing for and, you know, rallying for and, you know, just, just, just hoping that they make the right decisions to get you know, to move forward. And Road to Freedom is exactly what the title says. It's a road to wins freedom. Um, a lot of times, and as in the case with, with Wynn, she did not know she was even in bondage. She didn't know that she was even being held in some type of bondage um, and, you know, emotional type of bondage and, 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 and things. And it's like, when she 
starts to realize and she sees something going on and she knows it's not right and she knows it needs to be confronted but she doesn't know how and she doesn't even know if she should or if she can because like who am I is is her thinking like who am I to say anything um or or even you know say something to this or something but when she as she continues that down that road um she starts to see that the lies that she has been told, um, the, the and and the way that she has seen the people live around her, say one thing and then do another, has all led to some type of bondage. And as she grows closer to her friends, she starts to see that there is freedom that she could be free from that. And like Sherry mentioned, Holly is very instrumental and helping her find her identity in Christ to where she, you don't have to listen to those lies anymore you're about you're never enough. You're never going to succeed. Why do you even try? You're just going to fail because you always fail because you're dumb. You're not smart. You just don't have what those other people have to succeed. You were just born deficient. You were born without whatever it is that they have luck, charisma, the best parents, the best schooling, the best hometown. You, you, you don't have that, so how could you ever succeed, you know? Or your father's this and your mother's that, and you're just going to be the same way. You know, no one in your family has ever amounted to anything, so why should you? Why would you? Who do you think you are? And as you go through it and you, you start to see that Christ doesn't believe any of that about any of us. About, he doesn't believe any of that about any of us. And when you find out your true identity in Christ, there's such a freedom there. Sometimes you can feel the chains falling and the ties breaking because you realize that you've been in a prison for so long and you didn't even know you were in prison because you were born in it and that's all you've ever known. But now you're like, wait, I don't have to live like this? I don't have to be burdened by this? I don't have to carry this? No, you don't. Because Christ already died for all of that. And book four in the Redemption of Green Pine series really brings that and really writes that story out very well. It is definitely a book you want to add to your summer TBR risk, uh, TBR pile, to be read pile. <laughs> it is definitely one that you want to add there. But if you want to just understand the whole journey um, of all of the characters, you'd want to start with book one and uh, to just become familiar with the characters or whatnot. And like Sherry said, she intentionally, um, I think she mentioned it in a previous podcast, she intentionally just wanted to put them on Kindle Unlimited to make them affordable for everyone um, to be able to get them. So they're not that expensive, and you could probably download all two, three, or four, like all at once. <laughs> you know, well, number four is on pre-order, but you can get all three, you know, and just download them all at the same time. And it would be such an investment, um, I think, in your spiritual walk, in your Christian journey. And it is it's just those stories that I believe, you know, there's some books that you read and you laugh and they're so lighthearted and you close the last page and you forget about it. A week later, you only remember the characters. It was good. It was fun. It was sweet while you were reading it. But 
you don't remember the plot, let alone any other characters in it, let alone what they went through. And then there are some, you know, that are so heavy that you really can't get them uh, out of your mind, but not necessarily for a good reason. And Road to Freedom is just one of those books that will be with you when you close the last page. It is still the characters and the topics that are covered and the whole identity in Christ theme will stay with you. And I, as someone who has read the book, I really believe it will be a blessing to you, to your spiritual walking and spiritual journey as well. Is there anything else you'd like to add about Road to Freedom, Sherry? One thing that I forgot to mention, and I was going to mention it in all of the, the podcasts that we did about the books, is I did a, I, I've done a pre-order gift for each of the each of the books. So there's six books, and I decided to do a holiday theme. Because the books are more heavy, like you said, um, heavy in a way that they stay with you, heavy in that the topics are heavy while there's still some light moments, I decided to make the pre-orders, all except for one, um, all the pre-orders, lighthearted. They still give off a very good biblical truth, but they will make you laugh. And they take an element of the book itself and shed more light on the people for you. So, like, for example, for book one with Adventures Invitation, that one, um, I believe, is that one I haven't written yet. Um, but that one is going to take place on Labor Day, and that is going to be between Holly and Mitch um, and Sean. It will show that dynamic and it will show how close they are and it will just kind of give you more in depth into their relationship. Book two, Journey Back Home, that one I wrote and that one's Thanksgiving and it was Simone and, and Jace's first Thanksgiving together. They decided to host, um, her parents, his parents, his brothers and her sisters all at their little tiny apartment. And it shows the depth of their love when they first got married, that whole honeymoon period that Kara was talking about a few weeks ago. Um, it shows the, the comedy part. Um, there's, there's, just, there's a big dog involved. It's just very lighthearted. And I think everybody can relate to at least one aspect of that um, Thanksgiving dinner. Um, book three, Trail of Forgiveness, that one uh, takes place at Christmas time. And that one is um, just kind of a really neat, lighthearted, but yet, the theme of that one is you get to choose your attitude. No matter what happens in life, no matter what happens, you can't choose another person's response. You can only choose your own response to it. Um, but again, there's lighthearted moments in that one. And then I wrote one that's, um, that's, a, that's an extra. And this one um, talks a little bit more about um, uh, Edwin and Gloria Richards. You'll Elder Edwin and Gloria Richards. You'll learn about them in Journey Back Home and also in Trail to Forgiveness. They um, make Jace's life miserable at the church. They're always finding fault and always trying to find ways to um, make him fail. And that that is the only deep um, pre-order gift. And it's to show, to give you a glimpse of what um, their life is with their daughter and how they raised their daughter. And then she, in turn, is the one who's the mother of uh, Matthew and Nathaniel. So it really opens up your eyes about that dynamic and about their family life, which will then put everything into place for you for book five. Um, and you'll get that, um, that one. And then there's also going to be, that one's about New Year's Eve. Then there's one about Valentine's Day that talks about um, Addie, Wynn, Zane, and Owen. Again, very funny. 
And then the sixth one is going to be Easter. So I tried to highlight different holidays throughout the year, taking it all the way around. And um, all of those pre-order books, you can get them in the paperback copies if you buy the paperback copies, or I'm going to compile them all together when I'm all done and sell them as an ebook. And then you'll get to have all seven because there's six books, six pre-orders plus one. You'll get all seven with the bonus one that you can purchase for a really low price. And then that will just, again, add more layers and more depth to the community of Green Pines. So I wanted to make sure that I, I covered that part and let people know. Um, and I also just want to add quickly, be sure to go to Sherry Swalwell's uh, website and sign up for her emails. That way you guys, everyone listening can keep updated on all the latest developments re- regarding this particular series. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead, Sherry. Thank you so much, Kara. Everyone go head over to Kara's website, kararhunt.com, and go check out all the awesome things over there. She just has an amazing website. I love how it's all laid out. And you'll just get a lot of truth, a lot of fun, and just learn a lot more about Kara if you head over there. Do you need prayer or encouragement? Send us an email at cheeruppodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from all of you. Thank you to those that do reach out. And um, for the rest of you, if you think we really don't read them, we do. We read each and every one, and we will answer you. So thank you so much, and continue to write to us. Also, head over to the Facebook group, Cheer Up Podcast. Um, we want to build a community over there. We've already started, and we love the people that are have joined and, and are part of it. And please, just continue to um, – we just want to build it, it bigger and, and just have all of us share together. Um, share life, share encouragement, share hope. Um, And then, like Kara said, you can head over to my website, C-H-E-R-I-S-W-A-L-W-E-L-L.com. You can invite me to come speak, either on Zoom or in person. You can check out the different books that I have. And um, I would just love to, to connect with you. So it all comes back to John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. What a wonderful, wonderful promise from Jesus himself. He has overcome, and as, his, as God's children, we have overcome too. Keep that in mind. Keep being blessed. Keep cheering up. And we will talk to you. Oh, and next week, we're going to talk about one of Kara's favorite books, Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers. Absolutely love that book. I've read it too, and I cannot wait for Kara to share her insights about it and for me to let you guys know how I felt about it too. So see you next week. Bye-bye. 